0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the Climbing Sycamores podcast, uh, where we look at today's topics to get a better view of Christianity. I'm Annie Beege, and I'm joined by my friends Ben Sadler and Matt Harbach.
1: Okay, here we're back. Somebody else say hello. I hate doing this.
2: <laughs> You're so good at it, though. <laughs> You say there it is. Sorry, what <laughs> it is. What hi, it is ever, now. hi, everybody.
1: Please take a seat. We're about to get started in a few minutes. <laughs> Silence your cell phones. <laughs> that's right. Yeah.
2: What do you want to talk about, Annie?
0: Well, so um, lately, I feel like I just um, am giving fewer and fewer, you know, what's about um, <laughs> what other people have to say about me.
2: Um,
1: and, that's good because I have a laundry list of things I don't like about you.
2: Can we just? Here we go. Air our grievances? Is oh, it, she the it is almost Festivus, <laughs> right? is it, you know, from Seinfeld? Oh, the tomorrow's festivist you know. for
0: the
1: rest of us where we air grievances? No, because she doesn't <sighs> care is what I'm saying.
0: Oh, no, go for it. I mean, <laughs> I, I listen, let me say this. It, and it's more It's more about um, if I have a trusted friend or sometimes, you know, I don't know, maybe even a stranger come to me and say, whoa, you were like super out of line. Mm-hmm. Then I'll be like, oh. And I think I would do that even if a stranger said it to me. Mm-hmm. But if it comes down to like, why is she wearing that, or why did she sing that like that, or why did she do? I don't care.
2: Do like, you have something? Li- do you have a list of things that you'd like to bring up that you've heard about yourself? No, I don't okay. think
0: so. But I, I just I don't care. Mm-hmm.
2: We should
1: do like a live like Annie reads her own YouTube comments, but it's <laughs> oh, yeah. kind of live of what people <laughs> have yes. said. I but I just I just
0: don't care because I just consider the source and I'm like, do you have nothing better to talk about?
2: Right.
1: You know, Morgan. I think it's Morgan Freeman has a great quote, and he says, "Never take criticism from someone that you would not take advice from."
2: Mm, there you go. Like
1: you either have someone with a trusted perspective and opinion, mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. But it's easy to to only hear good things and or or only hear bad things. Well,
0: and it's one thing if it's a, if it's a character thing or like uh, I don't know. I I, I feel like. I lost my train of thought.
2: Do you? I think now everybody seems to have access to write about you know everything, and people can make comments. I, I think comment section on any YouTube video mm-hmm. is just a cesspool.
0: TikTok is aw- <laughs> TikTok is the absolute you can, worst. You can do comments on oh, TikTok. Yeah, it is okay. the it is the absolute worst. Okay, and um, people almost now the comment is almost more. Uh,
2: a sought draw? after okay. than
0: than the content. Okay. So sometimes you're finding comments that have tens of thousands of likes. Oh, my goodness. Almost more than the content yeah. itself. That's crazy. Yeah. So the comment is, is um, the, the piggybacking off of the content into the comment section is almost, uh, it can be pretty ruthless.
2: I remember reading a book uh, about Tim Keller. He's a well-known pastor in... uh in New York. And, uh, the guy who worked with him, Scott Salls wrote this book. Uh, and he said that what he really appreciated about Tim Keller is he always would try to find the truth and he would get this crazy criticism. They would call him a heretic or said he would, he was doing something wrong in ministry. And he had such a healthy view of himself that he was like, oh, all right, maybe there's a grain of truth in that. Can I learn something from that? And then he would kind of discard the rest. So I, I think that was the best I've ever heard. Um, I've probably spent too much time musing over, especially um, previous congregation. There, there was some people that I really cared about that said some things. I had this one guy; he wrote me a series of letters, and uh, I mean, it really affected me a ton. It took a long time to get over because we were so close. So I think if it someone's close, but then yeah. you also have to. Uh, y-
0: but the approach too yeah. from the other party is kind of. I wanted a, to talk
2: and I wanted to keep saying like, all right, only let, let talk about this, but I I let somebody take. Maybe you. I think you've said this. Uh, you know, don't let somebody in your head rent free, mm-hmm. right? And 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 then the other thing I think is important is hurt people, hurt people, right? A lot mm-hmm. of time when you step back, you're like, all right, maybe this person or that person was going through something at a time. I was an easy target, you know. That's that's mm. something else that can happen. So those are, I think, healthy ways to do, do. I don't think I've always done it in a healthy way.
0: Well, so you know, we we we've talked about this the um, the Clifton strengths. Yeah, you know, the thirty four, and one of them, and it's it's either in my top eight or very at the very least my top ten. Self assurance, I mm. think, is what it's called. Where like uh, I could see that you feel like well, no, you feel like your 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 moral compass is pretty good overall. Like mm-hmm. you feel like you're comfortable in, like making decisions that they're. That they're, you know, overall healthy, mm-hmm. like you know that you're, and so, you know, I guess, yeah, I just, I don't feel, I consider the source if somebody has something to say, mm-hmm. That's um, good. and I don't know, I mean, I'm willing to accept, you know, constructive criticism and think about, mm-hmm. but a lot of times I just kind of power through and say, well, this is the decision that I made and want to run with it.
2: It's in the beginning of John, I think I. Talk, told you this one, which we, I was fascinated. I was yeah.
0: genuinely like, What really? You're like, Jesus Jesus addressed this. I go, What really?
2: Yeah, it, it said, You know, the crowds are following Jesus. And is it John 1 or, or later on? It's, it's early in the book of John. I can see it like on the page. I just can't remember what chapter it's in. Um, where he says, You know, the crowds are following Jesus, but he would not entrust himself to any of them because he knew it was in a person. So in that case, I think it was praise. But he was not going to be moved by the praise or yes. by the you know, the fickleness of the people. And then later on in, uh, in Luke and Matthew recorded this, maybe Mark also, where they were talking about how the people looked at John the Baptist and Jesus. They weren't happy. With either of them. They always had some form of criticism. You know, they didn't like John the Baptist because he was too stoic and serious and he didn't <laughs> eat and drink and he, you know, he was too hard-nosed. And he fasted too much. He was too hard on, on people. And so they, they wanted him to be more happy. And then they said, and we didn't like, they didn't like Jesus either because he ate and drank and hung out with drunkards. And so they didn't like him because he seemed to be too freewheeling. And, and so at the end of the day, like, you can't make people happy. You have to know and I think maybe this is what you're getting at. Like, if you're going to do anything that has any kind of value, I remember somebody saying this: that the price of leadership is criticism. And so you're gonna you're gonna be criticized. And I think it took me way too long to accept that. And I wish somebody would have said, "All right, go out there, make an impact. Go do something that matters. Help a bunch of people. Figure out how the people you want to help say something that matters, and then be okay that." Because you're helping that group of people, you're going to upset that other group of people, but mm. be focused on the group of people you really want to serve. It's like when in music, be focused on the, your fans, the people you really want to help, and the, the congregation, whoever that is, and accept that that is going to isolate or, or ostracize another group of people, and that's okay.
0: And I like how you brought up the praise thing because I saw a quote that was like, if you live by a man's praise, mm-hmm. you'll die by his criticism. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, I kind of just take all of it with a grain of salt. Not that it's not appreciated to be told you're doing a good job or whatever. Like, that's nice, but I'm not like, you
1: know. Yeah.
2: Ben, I, did you have something? I have the quote here. It's John okay. um, and And yeah, it... It's fun to look up the context a little bit. Yeah, NIV, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, now while he was in Jerusalem at the Passover festival, many people saw the signs he was performing and believed in his name. But Jesus would not entrust himself to them, for he knew all people. He did not need any testimony about mankind for he knew what was in each person, so he was getting really popular, but he didn't let the fame get to his head because he's like, you know, these people can be so fickle, and I know what's inside of a human being. So yeah, make kind a turn of on the you know right. the drop of a hat, and they did. Mm-hmm. They're praising him at uh, when he's entering into Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, and whether that's the same group or a different group, he was being crucified by the end of the week. So yeah,
1: um, there's a there's a I think a Jordan Peterson quote. And he says that you should assume that everyone you talk to, um, it's either something like that everyone you talk to knows someone, knows something that you don't know, or assume mm-hmm. you can learn something from everyone you talk to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was curious how you thought, and that's obviously not God saying that, but how you thought that might play in here.
2: I think that's what that Tim Ke- that Tim Scott Saul saw in Timothy Keller, that Timothy Keller was saying, there's probably a grain of truth in every piece of criticism. Um, I think that's the other side of this. If like if you get too jaded, then you just become like I don't want to hear to anybody. You I was know, I, say, nobody when nobody c-
0: become dangerous <laughs> yeah. asking for a friend.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, because then agree. then you can't take advice from anybody, right? right? right you want right. to? I don't think I'm there yet. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I think you can learn something from everyone but you have to be wise enough to discern it, you know, like Jesus talks about wisdom in that same section uh, about the fickleness of people. With John the Baptist and himself, he said wisdom will be proved by its fruit or its children. In other words, what are the results? So if you're going to give me some advice, do you have results in your life that back that up? If you're, you know, if you've been through five marriages, don't give me advice on marriage, right? Or if you're, uh, th- 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 those different things. So um, yeah, I guess that same thing is considered the source. If their fruit in their life is, is is showing that they're an expert in this, then that would be a person I would definitely want to listen to. And well, some people also can teach out of their pain too. Like, hey, don't yeah. do the stuff I, mm-hmm. I did. Um, I've talked about this before. I think it's in Proverbs chapter 9 where he brings up, the three types of people, and maybe you've heard me talk about this, Um, Henry Cloud talks about it. There's three types of people in the world, wise, unwise, and evil. A wise person hears um, a rebuke that's an honest rebuke and learns from it and says, okay, I can learn from that. An unwise person hears a rebuke and doesn't learn from it, only learn from consequences. And an evil person will intentionally try to harm you and won't listen to anything, you know, we think about, complete narcissist or sociopath or people like that. And so, you know, what kind of person do you want to be and what kind of people are you working with or you're, you're talking to? Do I, I want to be a wise person that learns from my mistakes and feedback? Um, and then am I working with somebody who is wise that if I give them feedback, they're going to take it and, that, that, and I'll, yeah. So I do, I think you can learn from most people. So unless they're trying to manipulate, if they have a history of manipulating, I don't want to listen to anything they have to say. If they're well, in that evil category,
1: right? And and so my question is is where do you draw the line between being self assured, which is um, good, I think. I think God wants you to be self assured yeah. and say yeah. I have security because I know who I am. Yeah. Um. But the other side of that is, are you willing to learn? And if you're only <laughs> ever gauging. <laughs> Annie, do you have something to say? <laughs> no. I okay. on. Um if you're if you're only ever gauging um your surroundings by your own perception, well you're just one person and you're a very flawed person. Mm-hmm. And you can't just say like, well, I'm pretty this makes sense to me. Like, you know, like what yeah. if there's, there's 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 flaws that run deep, deep, deep into your mind and into your your sinful heart that are going to affect those things. Yeah. You know I think so humility, the
2: humility is thing that you're teachable and and that you're surrounding yourself with, with with the people you want to be like and uh and that you're yeah like you I think consider the source is really important um if my wife tells me something I really trust what she has to say i feel like she's super wise i think she can get to the heart of issues she's also a super good at reading people it scares me like she'll say like oh i don't trust that guy and then I, this happened we were meeting up with a pastor at, down in florida i was like oh this is a great pastor and leader he's a writer and all this stuff and she met him once like i don't trust him like, <laughs> okay like you, a couple of years <laughs> later came out in a sc- scandal mm-hmm. she's like i could just tell like no one else saw this on wow. our radar so she, I Can think your
1: wife used the force. Yeah, she does.
2: <laughs> I think she should work for like Secret Service or some or FBI <laughs> or something cuz she's really good at that interrogator. Wow. Um so yeah, I the, the problem is somebody who's so self-assured can't see that the the hardness of their heart. They can't see how right how closed off they are to help
1: i think that plays into like a little bit there's um when it comes to like things like self-improvement yeah you know like oh i'm gonna work really hard at this i'm gonna sleep more i'm gonna eat healthier etc um like half of that's good like that's a really good thing to do but at the same time it's like you're the screwed up person like you're trying to fix yourself with yourself but you're screwed up yeah Mm -hmm. Like you need something Mm -hmm. bigger than you to fix you Mm -hmm. right you know and i think that's kind of the same thing when it comes to how much of other people's opinions, like he, he, you're you're the one listening. You're the yeah. one feeding it through your own processing brain and trying to make sense of it. Like yeah. who says that your brain is working, right.
2: kind of? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's really good. Hmm. I think if a person is not open to natural consequences, like I think God has designed this world that if you keep doing stupid things, there's going to be consequences. I... And if you're not open to learn from them, if you're always playing the excuse, uh, you know, playing the victim and it's everybody else's fault, that's a red flag. Um, and hopefully somebody could shake you out of it. And hopefully you have enough pain in your life to wake you up. Um, but, yeah, some of the people, you know, you would say Hitler had pretty strong self-esteem, <laughs> you know, like the whole self-esteem mm-hmm. movement. I think that's why it fell flat, because uh just having confidence in yourself yeah, right. is all by itself doesn't necessarily make you a good person. Mm-hmm. And that's not the most important quality of self-esteem. Mm-hmm. So, yeah.
1: But, Annie, you would say that you look up to people that have qualities that you don't have, right? Like you'd say, oh, that person has a good thing about them. I yes, wish I had that. of
0: course, of course. And I, yeah, I don't, I don't mean to come off sounding like I literally don't care about anything. I, <laughs> <laughs> in some ways I do and some I don't. But I do, you know, I take I do take it into consideration if somebody says something about, you know, the music one week or whatever. I do think about it. Um and then I think, you know, why, you know, why for instance, why, you know, why did why did we choose that song? Why did I choose that song on that week or in that place or that song in general? Mm-hmm. Um you know, so I do think about it. It's not like yeah. I I don't value what other people have to say because I right. do. Um so, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't say I'm a complete. Right.
2: <laughs> There's a, lost a spectrum, right? Not like, yet. Right, right. A people pleaser on one hand that will mm-hmm. just be malleable. Anytime anyone gives any kind of criticism or any suggestion, they have to go with it and they can't make it throw up their own mind, right? And then the person is absolutely hardened, <laughs> so self assured mm-hmm. that they're hardened to anybody else's perspective and they won't change no matter what. They're so stubborn. And so, yeah. What is the, the middle? What or is the be, middle to
0: be crippled by the criticism too? Like right, some, that's you know, the people pleaser. I yeah, think. the people pleaser are just yeah, yeah or just shutting down. Where you just you know just it's devastating. Yeah. So
1: the question is, how do you find what that middle is?
0: I I don't know. I don't feel like I, like I said I don't feel like I'm too far gone yet, but I <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think you are.
2: That's what do you think?
1: Well, I mean, I think truth proves itself. Like you said, like someone who's who's been married five times probably shouldn't be giving you a ton of advice about how you should be living your marriage. Right. But you know, at the same time, or, or like your you know your wife spotted out that guy who was who had a scandal later. But it's like, I mean, are we going to wait for a couple years for some <laughs> of these things? Like, oh, I guess when he told me that thing several years ago, I should have yeah. just ignored it because it turns out he's actually a a, a thief. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. I, you know you can't just wait for these things to come out mm-hmm. and because that person has changed as well you know everyone's changing you can't just say oh that's a that's a good person that's a trustworthy person well maybe maybe they're going to change down the road and not be a trustworthy person anymore you know
2: jesus says over and over again in many different ways by their fruits you will know them a bad tree cannot produce good fruit and a good fr- good tree cannot produce bad fruit and so I think you have to look at what people have accomplished, what people have done, not what they say. And I think people can say whatever they want. They can say, like that uh, Seinfeld episode when some when he's trying to rent a car. Anyone can take a reservation. You yeah. can say the car is out, but they should hold it, the reservation. That's the <laughs> yeah. most important thing. And so what do, what are you actually doing with your life? What have you accomplished? What, what are the, um, what do the people who are closest to you say about you who know you the best? Um, but, yeah, you have to look at reality. And I think that's that's the only way um, to to find a happy medium, to find the middles. Like, is what I'm trying to accomplish happening? And if not, do I need to change what I'm doing? And I need people to help me change what I'm doing because... What I'm saying is not matching up with reality. You know, I I would think like in music, if you said, you know, this is all good, but people are saying, look, nobody's singing or nobody or or the the music sounds bad or or people are leaving or whatever. um, If that were actually happening, you could see those results, then Mm -hmm. maybe we change. I think Mm -hmm. you have to like show results and show the fruits of what's going on. I think that's the only way you have to look at reality. And uh, we've talked about that before. I think that's Elisa Turker's quote that she says, you know, yeah. mental health is absolute mm-hmm. acceptance of reality and yeah, commitment I to reality.
1: Think, I think even though we want to be self-assured, I think you have to rely on other people a lot more than you think you do. Right. Just because if I mean, you're, a flaw, you're like one flawed person. Right. I don't trust my own advice all the time. Right. <laughs> you know?
2: Yeah. We can convince ourselves of almost anything. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I've done that. It's yeah. Where you, you justify a lot. You want you something and you just... Barrel through and you do it and you make the decisions and you don't want to hear about the ramifications. <laughs> you don't want to hear yeah. about the consequences. And then you're like, oh crap. <laughs> it's true. Yep. Yeah, I think you're right. All right. Good. You at home. You do the rest of the work. All right. Um, so I one thing I want to talk about is we're starting the new year, and I know some people don't like New Year's resolutions. Right. Shocker. <laughs> I don't think either of you do. Right.
1: Yeah, I'm of the same opinion. It's like, are you going to fix something about yourself? Why are you waiting? Start now. If you're Start waiting, off. you're already not fixing okay. yourself, aren't you?
0: You're making well, an excuse. You're starting off with an yep. excuse.
2: Yeah, that's right. It's fail. Okay. Anyways, so what stupid I, thing were you? <laughs> <laughs> <saying>? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Some
0: people. Hey, some people. That's a good. It's a good baseline. It's a good time to reevaluate reevaluate and so so i've
1: spent too much money and eaten way too much junk food for a month you say all right (laughs) now it's time to buckle down
0: but hey that's cool if that's if that's you that's fine it's it's not me it's not matt but if that's you that's cool
2: so I, i i do think about the new year is like okay new start i think it is some of the timing where yeah life is crazy in december and you there's not much going on january and february uh for most people. And so it is a time to like, all right, this would be a good time for me to be able to focus on something. It's hard to start something brand new, a diet or whatever, a financial plan or all these things in December. So I think January can be a good time to start. And I was thinking, all right, what have been some things over this last year that have worked? What are some things that don't work for me? And what are you know, and, and so what are things I want to hold on to in the next year? And I just want to hear maybe some of your things. Uh, first of all, I I think I'm really coming to the conclusion we are bodies and souls. And what I mean by this, I think there's so many people in like the health and wellness world that just look at us like a biological machine where if we would just eat the right foods and meditate enough and just care for our physical bodies enough, mm-hmm. we would be fine if I... Put, do all these right programs and, and, and do that. And, and, and I think there's something to that, but we're also souls and we, we have this need of meaning and purpose and, and uh, we need a connection with God and we need forgiveness from guilt and shame. And that's not just a therapeutic problem, it's a spiritual problem. On the other hand, also, I think sometimes we can be too much. we're only souls, and if I just would pray enough and read my Bible enough, I wouldn't have any emotional or physical issues. I can pray away the whatever it is, the sickness or the the all the anxiety and all that. So for me, I was, you know, there are some things that make me anxious or whatever uh, or sad that are, spiritual like if there's guilt or shame or a disconnect from god there's also physical things i've noticed like for me food like if i eat gluten and i it's so weird i i happened yesterday i ate some cookies and stuff like in the hour i'm like i get really anxious and i get really like it's like a physical thing and i've been doing a lot of reading on that uh there was a dr chris palmer he 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 reversed some people's uh, schizophrenia, uh, many people, schizophrenia, bipolar, a lot of things, neurological diseases with a ketogenic diet because you br- insulin resistance, all these different things. and I, I don't want to go in all those science because I don't understand it all. But I found it in the same thing myself. Like, so sometimes you know like somebody somebody's really anxious and they need maybe a physical change, a health change, and we're telling them to pray more. And then some people, uh, they try all these physical remedies, mm-hmm. but they don't have a connection with God and they haven't dealt with some guilt or shame in the past or don't know a larger purpose in their life. So that's really hard, but I, I, I'm that, that's something I'm trying to really accept of giving people both as much as I can as a pastor and as a friend and, as my, and even to myself. So that's something that I want to focus on this next year is like, all right, is this a physical issue or is this a spiritual issue? Um, something else that I think is really good that I've done in the past that I want to keep doing is the daily Bible reading. I've been doing that for a year, so I want to keep reading my Bible every day. And I uh, want people to join uh, if they want to do the daily Bible reading or some other way to do it. I think the U version Bible app is a great way to do it. You can go to our website uh, votl.life forward slash Bible, and you can read our plan, or you can go to the U version Bible app and read shorter plans. But I think that's a great way to do it and keep it fresh. Um, and then I've been doing spiritual practices. I have this group on our church app where you have daily spiritual practices. You don't just think about your faith, but there's like daily actions. So today is the, the spiritual practice of acceptance, learning to accept reality. Um, then sometimes there's practice of thankfulness or fasting or solitude or, or, or prayer, things like that. So I want to keep doing that, spiritual practices. And then I have some physical things that I like to do that I think actually matter. I've already said the food thing. Sleep? I feel like sleep. If I don't sleep, now I don't know how you do what you do because you don't sleep. And uh, see ya. We, we talked about I'm unstoppable. <laughs> Porsche, <Portia>, no breaks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was last episode.
2: <laughs> I don't know how you do that. But I've noticed like if I screw up all the other things in my life, like I don't eat right and I don't exercise and all, but I get a good night's sleep, like, that can help me with almost all the other things Mm. and if i do all the other good things like whatever eat right exercise you know read my bio but i get a crappy night's sleep like that sleep is super important. taking a day off also i think is really in that same category um so taking and and yeah taking the day off is a huge thing do you want to know the craziest thing i do right now did i tell you about the craziest thing the ice Showers. Yeah. This has been revolutionary. Every day, just sounds 10 to 12 minutes of just
1: co- cold the water. The coldest water possible. Seriously, you like purposely go as cold as, as possible? As cold.
2: I turn it, I just barely turn on. I want as cold as possible to start wow. and to finish. And it's helped my sleep. It's helped my resting heart rate. It's helped. My immune system, like hundred different things. I could so we
0: going polar bearing on New Year's?
2: I, I, I'm i in.
1: He's immune to it at this point. <laughs> you know? I love it. Even have been training.
2: So are there anything like for you guys, spiritual, physical, emotional things that like, you know, that work for you? I mean, this is the whole, the whole wellness industry is bizarre. It's so, mm. so intense. And, and, um, but are there things for you? as like, all right, that does not help me at all. But this does.
1: Okay. Uh, yeah, several. Sugar yeah. I realized is really not very good for you. Yes. No one told me this growing <laughs> up. <laughs> it turns out if you just eat a lot of sugar, it makes you feel sick, but then an hour later you crave more. Oh yeah. Oh and yeah. Always hungry. Like, it makes mix, me tired. Oh yeah. yeah. Sugar makes me tired, which I, I thought it did the opposite. I thought it like kind of wired you. No. Oh. Makes you tired.
2: Inflammation. And then you
1: just want more sugar. Yeah. And it's in everything. Oh, my yeah.
2: gosh. People come to this country, get sick right away Yeah, because of the sugar and <laughs> not everything. Not because of
1: the drinking water, no. not because of the diseases no. or no. the
2: bacteria. It's just the sugar. The food. The food and everything.
1: Oh, that's awful. Yeah. So yeah. sugar for you. What else? Uh, uh, let's see. So.
2: Didn't you just have a candy bar like right before we started this? Several.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to take were a they nap? <laughs> <size>? uh, <laughs> they were the tiny like little square. Oh, well, okay. that doesn't count. So not as bad. Sure. but. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the, uh, um, uh, nuts. What was I going to say? Oh, the day off. I don't have a day off anymore mm-hmm. and I think it's starting to show. Oh, like, yeah. I think I can feel it. Oh yeah. Um, cause it's That's like kind of like your brain is like constantly going, mm-hmm. yes. but it's never totally going like full capacity. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, it's the same effect as when you don't get enough sleep Yeah, and it also, it also affects your sleep oh, then yeah. cause it's kind of a downward spiral. but it's kind of like everything is kind of like my attention span is shorter and it's like I'm constantly thinking, but I can never think like a hundred percent clearly. You know, it's just kind of like all the time. Um, so that's not great, but that's the life I've chosen because I have dedicated my life to serving. Why can't you
2: take Saturday off?
1: Because we have With rehearsal, rehearsal, we, and we have rehearsal, and I gotta like finish up. And some of some pastors, some pastors, uh, give me their sermon on Saturday, <laughs> so then I don't really have a choice but to do it on Saturday.
2: I gave it to you a couple days ago, <laughs> right? For this one, and if that, but if I gave it to you on Thursday, would you get all that done on Thursday or Friday? Well, well we could
1: go without you on Saturday, and and some I have been skipping Saturday more just because I know my team is good. Maybe I I don't know maybe so maybe if you
0: if you could get the it would be this is something we should probably talk about at staff meeting (laughs) on on the podcast but but yeah I mean
2: I just you have to I agree there's a there's a book um whatever it's like three sixty five six three it's it's this doctor researched the health benefits of taking a Sabbath and he Mm -hmm. has this whole list of things that. Even, And we we're going to talk about the blue zones. Mm-hmm. The only blue zone in the United States, blue zones are the places in the world where people live to 90 or 100 uh, centennials, but usually about 90. And you know, there's a place in Japan. There's a place in all these different, where, where they do these things. The only place in the United States is where they have the Seventh-day Adventist groups of people and yeah. what makes them distinct they take a day off every week wow. That's their, and uh, they live longer and and it, it, I think they even kind of factored it in it was like they live exactly or basically um, as many days as they take off like yeah. that many years more than yeah. the average human er, in, in the United States so yeah, yeah. that's not, you just can't do it
1: yeah yeah no it's that that one for sure mm-hmm um earlier this year i did an experiment on myself because i i i <laughs> I, I, <laughs> oh. I i forced myself for um several it was like a couple months or something i said every week i'm gonna meet two people okay because i just don't like talking to people <laughs> <laughs> and i was like i gotta get better at this robot and so i just <laughs> like yeah, yeah we haven't said that in <laughs> all. every week i i met two people for several months
2: how how was that
1: um it wasn't like fun, but I realized like, it was like, okay, it's not actually that bad. Yeah. Like, cause like, and not, not just like someone would talk to me, but like I would go up and like talk to somebody. Yeah. And I I don't know. I don't know if I was like, sc- I don't think I was scared of it. It was just like, man, I hate doing this. It's uncomfortable. But right. then you kind of realize like all conversations are a little awkward and sometimes they're being awkward. And sometimes you're being awkward and it doesn't really matter. Oh, it like, doesn't matter. It's fine. So I, I that was just, that was a good thing. That's really healthy. It's kind of goofy that I waited till I was like 24 to like learn you how to talk person. to strangers. But hey, I needed to get better at it. So you came I came to that
0: party this summer that I played at. Which one? The one, um, remember it was... It was
1: was that outside? Came, yeah. Yeah, I did.
0: I was like, hey, come to this party. And, and I, I did like, go. Okay.
1: I talked to a couple of people. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so nice. still here.
0: <laughs> You're alive. You yeah. made it yeah unstoppable <laughs>
2: yeah. um <laughs> good portion no breaks. <laughs> Porsche <Portia>, no breaks <laughs> anything else
1: um uh, it's good to it's good to like write mm-hmm. or you could write you know if you write I don't know if people write poetry or fiction or just journal mm-hmm. or music. Whatever you write, write something. Um, I don't do that enough.
2: Get your thoughts out of your head.
1: But it's good, yeah. Yeah. Um, to do that.
2: That whole you know flow state. Have you heard about that? Where like you get in that state where you lose track of time and mm-hmm. you you just have that kind of. That's how I get when I write. I think that's the only thing I do where I get in a total forget this yeah. forget. Time and yeah, yeah, I mm-hmm. think that's right. Is there anything you've ever tried that you're like, oh, this was? I thought this was gonna help me, but this was dumb. Hmm. It didn't help at all. It was a gimmick, a hack. Eating vegetables. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I, They're I lying. Always, like
2: it doesn't. Why? Why eat vegetables? It is huh? a
1: lie. Like every time, <laughs> I just I'm like, I'm gonna eat this, and it's like, I don't feel better. I just feel sad because that thing was in my mouth a few minutes ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I think that's that's a, that's an you you can't just one time take a vegetable. I'm and pretty sure that's how it works. <laughs> and then, no, and then be like, oh, I feel like a million bucks. It's, it's a collective, you know. You like when I have, a have this, style change,
2: when I drink this bang drink, I feel it immediate results. But I have this yeah. broccoli, and it doesn't make me <laughs> change at all. I,
1: Popeye the Sailor Man <laughs> eating the spinach. I, I will say that I have not. I have. I think it's all part of like the amount of work that I do. And it's kind of like, it's not even like full, like a full, like eight hours of things. Cause it's like, I'm here, then I'm there and I go back and forth and it's like really disruptive. And so I, I feel like I'm more tired, um, just this semester, like starting teaching and, um,
2: It's emotionally exhausting.
1: It's, it's. Yeah or like yeah, psychological something. Yeah. It's like, man, I've been th- it's like I haven't done that much today, but I'm already just ready for a mm-hmm. break and it's it's yeah. like yeah. It's weird cuz you're like starting and finishing things, yeah. a bunch of small things, which is different than just starting and finishing one long thing. Yeah. And you're like, "Oh, I did, you know, I did X, Y, and Z." It's like, "No, I just did X today and it's like, and then I had to do Y yeah. and then I had to do Z." Yeah. Um, I don't know, that's hard.
2: Yeah, I think some people's personality thrives on that kind of, but but that uh, not many. And the idea of context switching, where I'm switching yeah. my context, mm-hmm. or everything like that, mm-hmm. is exhausting because your brain it takes a while for your brain to get settled yeah. into that. And just concentrating on serving this group of kids yeah. is a whole different muscle to work.
1: To work on not cursing in front of the kids, <laughs> I gotta, like, change my whole personality over yeah. there. Just Talk your, to
0: people.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah,
0: I've tried to explain that to Dave too. Like, just with the you know, when you wear a lot of hats and you have got to you know switch roles a lot, it's a lot different than going you know to a maybe a traditional job and and working mm-hmm. for say eight hours and then mm-hmm. you're doing your yeah. tasks that you you know what your tasks are because sometimes mm-hmm. we don't even necessarily know what our tasks are. Right? Um, you know because a lot of it is kind of organic. You know some of the things yeah. that we're doing or lesson planning mm-hmm. or things like that, and so um. I think it's different to like, yeah, just go and do your prescribed yeah. tasks for yeah. eight hours and then, <clears throat> excuse me, come home and then, you know, whatever. Um, whereas, you know, a lot of times, you know, like we'll go home for a couple hours, come back. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's just, it's, yeah. And, but don't you think as a parent though, like, are you ever really off?
2: No, I think that's why parents are so exhausted. Like how does this, especially when the kids are little, Yeah, because they get into you, stuff. They and get into stuff. You're always making alert. sure they don't hurt themselves. Yeah, yeah. I think that, and it's just different as they grow up. You're only as happy as your saddest child, right? And you're thinking <laughs> about them, and, right? <laughs> Yikes. Well, yeah. You, you know, you think you want you want them all be okay. And so, if their mm. things aren't going right in one of their lives or something, you're you're concerned about that. And yeah. Andy, do you have any hacks or things that you've done in this last year that worked and anything that didn't work?
0: Um, I did a, quite a bit of yoga this year. So I... Do you think that helps? Yeah, you like it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, I want to turn a room in our upstairs into a yoga studio. That's great. Like just a personal one for like our family.
2: Do you go to a class? Do you watch a video? Been,
0: yeah, yeah-hmm I haven't done it recently, but yeah.
2: So... What do you think that helps? Um, Flexibility, it's just, one just
0: hour, all of it. Just one hour to just be present. Mm-hmm. And I have the type of personality where I will miss things under my nose because I'm so busy looking ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah, where I'll just like if I've got a grocery list, I will go to get tomatoes, but I will see potatoes on the list and I will overlook the tomato. Like it, it just, yeah. I, I, that's my mentality yeah, where right. I just, th- I'm so thinking ahead that I'm never really here. Like what do I have to do next? What's next? What's next? What's that next?
2: is a. I mean, if you believe in the Enneagram, that's a total seven. Well, thing. there we go. The sevens can are so future oriented. Like, what's going to be? Where's the party happening next? Mm-hmm. And where's the fun happening next? And you can't even sometimes enjoy even the party Correct. or the fun in the moment because you're always it's, that interesting. Yes. That's how so Bill that's is why too. I, right. So yeah. that's why
0: I like yoga. It's it's an hour to yeah, that's really great co- and connect your mind and body and and think about you know. Mm-hmm. Areas of weakness or areas that you you know just really
2: mm-hmm. That's connect
0: good. the two, and I, I think there's something to that. Um, and we've talked about it on the podcast before. I can do without all the "you are your inner light and follow your light" <laughs> and you are the divine person you are and all that. I, I can't deal with that, but but the actual physical practice yeah. of it is really to me is really um, yeah beneficial. And sleep is always great. I love sleep. Um,
2: Which you get i mean some of your shows and then coming here to lead worship i just it's incredible how you can do that without a lot of sleep it's and been
0: you, i haven't it's been better yeah. in recent years but yeah there there have been some that's
1: tough You know, there's a Garfield quote that says, you know, the only thing that's bad about sleep is that you're not awake to enjoy it. (laughs) And a couple (laughs) nights ago, I felt like I almost had that where like, I don't know if I was like drifting in and out for a long time, Mm. but it was like, I was conscious enough to enjoy the fact that I was sleeping. It was amazing. Mm. It's like, this truly is like the best thing ever.
0: But was it really restful? I don't know.
1: I don't know. I just, I didn't want it to end. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
0: But I mean, I think sleep is hugely important. Some people need different, you know, Mm -hmm. quantities of sleep. Um, If I had my way, I mean, I'm typically a morning person. So if I'm not out or doing something, I'm usually asleep at like nine. Yep. Me too. Um, I don't know.
2: Are there anything you've tried that you're like, that was dumb? Mm,
0: I don't think so. I mean, it's the usual. It's you know, do the usual things: drink your water, yeah. get your sleep, do yeah. your exercise, um, be with people. I, for me, that's yeah. another thing. You know, be with your friends and spend time mm-hmm. with people mm-hmm. and meet new people, and oh. that's part of what I enjoy.
1: I will say on that note, we have so we have a month or not a monthly, a weekly movie night where we watch terrible movies. It's that's wonderful. So um, and I think just like cause, uh, to me, you have to make something happen every week; otherwise, it's not routine. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's either daily or weekly, but something like, you know, whenever you have something, like, oh, it's the first Saturday of the month that always sneaks up on you. Yeah. You're never expecting that, you know, mm-hmm. but just to have something every week where you get together with a group of people, that's pretty good, mm-hmm. you know?
2: Yeah. That's I think a lot with a lot of these things that maybe the reason why uh, goals for New Year's don't Work is because a lot of times they're a destination. Like, I'm going to lose 20 pounds as my destination. And then once I do that or I don't do that, either I feel like a failure or success, and then you gain it all back or or any of these things. But I think a lot of these things are kind of like dials. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm not taking care of my social life. I need to turn that dial up a Mm -hmm. little bit more. Or, you know, all right, my health is kind of getting out of whack. I got to turn that dial up a little more. And you're never going to kind of arrive. But if you always kind of think about them or styles that need to be balanced uh it's just a lifelong journey and so it, but i do think for me the new year's time like evaluate where you're at on all those things so yeah well cool thanks for humor me on that one yeah mateo you got anything on anything else nope all right let's call it happy new year guys all right.
0: if you'd like to get a hold of us here at the climbing sycamores podcast Feel free to email B Sadler at victoryoftheLamb dot B S A D L E R at victoryoftheLamb If you like today's intro music, it's been brought to you by Andrew Lynch's song "My Name." Hello.